With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Total Skimmers Podcast. My name is Sybil. Today, I'm joined by Billy. Say hello, Billy. Hello, mate. You're right. I'm all right, mate. Say hello, Jed. Hello, mate. Right, boys. So, rather than doing our usual prem preview, we're going to fold it into a, an FPL episode as well. And the only reason I want to do this is because I actually did quite well for once. <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't going to let a that chance was, That was weeks go ago, mate. Yeah, I know, but still. still. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still. I'm still buzzing off it. Um, but we're going we're gonna to use this to kind of preview this weekend's games. I'm glad internationals are over. Even though Scotland did quite well, we had quite a decent international break. Um, in England, I've been dying to watch, <laughs> which has been quite, quite pleasing. <laughs> yeah, quite pleasing for me, but um, let's go on, right, boys. Right, should we just have a brief overlook of the last game week? So, yeah, I, I, did a, I did a free hit for the last game week because I didn't have enough players available, and it worked out well. I got 74 points, which is, which is good for Simo. So that's a light week for, uh, for Jed normally, but... <laughs> <laughs> Decent oh, for I got, me. I got 68, so... Yeah, still beat you, mate, beat you. Which means I've climbed to a respectable 75th in Total Seamers Podcast League, um, which is quite nice. The main player... So my my, my lineup was um, Nick Pope, who got me uh, two points. Nico Williams, one. Perisic, two. Trippier, five points. Should have had more. Uh, Cancelo, nine points. In the midfield, I had Martinelli, who got me three points. Uh, De Bruyne, who got me ten this is this is the one where it, where it comes. Human son did start, came on, scored a hat trick. There we go, nineteen oh, I points. About that. <laughs> oh, yeah. You were unbearable um, for that afternoon. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, I, it was on purpose. Oh, do you know what, Simo? For for a little when he when he scored the first goal, I was happy for you. I thought, <laughs> I thought, oh, fair play. You know, Simo took a gamble. He's gone for son. It hasn't really worked out. He's he's been on the bench, but you know, he's come out. He's he's, he's come good. It's paid off. And then by the time the third goal went in, I was just like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> Someone shut him up. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was not, I, I wasn't really, it wasn't really a conversation. It was just me sending messages into the chat over and over and over again. You know? Another one. <laughs> Another one. Oh, again. Another one. And again. Right, my forward line, Mitrovic got me two points, disappointing. Um, Isaac got me nine, quite decent, and Haaland got me 12, respectable. Um, on the bench, um, had Iverson, who got me nothing. Uh, Andreas got me one point. Uh, Kiate, zero. And Nathan Patterson, who got six points, so I should, probably should have had him on the pitch, but I went with Nico Williams instead. Um, 74 points, very good week for me. We're going to go get uh, one of your boys. So... Let's see if we can find Jed first. There he is. Twentieth in the table. Twentieth in the it? table. Yeah, twentieth. Yeah, so back up again after a poor week the week before. Sixty-eight um, points. Talk us through your team. So I, I actually I went. I had Danny Ward in goal because he's my sub goalkeeper. Um, my other goalkeeper was Sanchez, who didn't play. So I thought, well, I'm not going to get any points either way. So I'll just leave him there. <laughs> Should have uh, left Sanchez in, mate. You've wasted time, you know, moving that player. So you're not going to see that <laughs> two seconds it takes you. You know you're yeah, that back, I'm, mate. That was wasted energy. The, 
the positive for me is that he didn't finish on minus points. Yeah. Even though he conceded six. <laughs> do, you know I, like, do you know what? Do you know what? I genuinely was expecting him to be on um, like minus one, but I think that only happens if they get sent off or get booked. Mm. Or so, uh, yeah, either way, I wasn't getting any keeper points because I didn't want to waste a minus four on a transfer um, or a free transfer because he's not worth a lot. So it no. wouldn't really make a difference. Um I didn't have a lot of budget. So I've got Cancelo, nine points. Saliba, 15 points. Solid week from him. Uh, Trippier, five. Ben Mee with one. Uh, De Bruyne with 10 in the midfield. Decent. Martinelli with three. Uh, Kulisevsky got five. Jesus, six up front. Haaland was my captain, so he got 12. And then Mitrovic with the two. And then my bench was just players who didn't play. Um, so yeah. nothing nothing added there. 68, though, I think is a pretty good return, considering. Um yeah. Because I would have, I wouldn't really have played all of those players. I think if everyone was on the pitch, like Robert Sanchez would have been in goal. I would probably have had Pascal Gross in at somewhere as well. So Do you know, what? I'm kind of gutted, um, mate, because everybody owns Saliba. I own Saliba in my normal team. Um, in fact, I, I think he might have gone. I think he might have gone in mine as well. You know, um, no, he's not actually. He's he's starting for me this week. Uh, anyway, I was <laughs> I was way ahead. I was like, right, made up loads of points that people didn't have and then just enter Saliba to have a fucking great week <laughs> just, just yeah. everybody clawed back points in me mate I was fucking raging like, yeah, where is Billy he, Boy he what is he sitting he smashed it oh, I'm 57 oh, just on the next page just on the next page <laughs> I'll, I'll be on the front Shame page next that. week don't worry talk to your team 59 points Billy yeah so I've wild carded this week um I had Pope in goal, obviously just got the two points. Trippier with five, went for Nico Williams. Well, I could only have Nico Williams, really, um, as my bench was similar, same as Jed, didn't have any playing players. So it was Nico Williams. Cancelo with the nine points. Martinelli with three. Uh, De Bruyne carrying us with ten. Kulisevsky with five. Andreas Pereira with the one point. Isaac with nine, Mitrovic with two, and Captain Haaland. What was really depressing for me was the fact that I took out Saliba and I took out Saka on my last <laughs> card. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, it was, uh, it, was a, it was a tough one to take. <laughs> let's, let's put it that way. Um, but to be fair, I, I, I expected Brentford to be mo- a bit of a tougher test for... Uh, for Arsenal, but so did I. I mean, Arsenal, Arsenal so are I. just on fire at the minute, aren't they? To be fair, so mm. I'm looking forward to the game this weekend, though, against Tottenham. It's going to be a good game, I think, a very enjoyable yeah, one for definitely. the neutral. I think so, mate. I think so as well. Right, should we go through our teams and then kind of mix in a wee preview, mix in a bit of that preview sauce and it's an FPL episode. <laughs> Just a bit of just a bit of seasoning for yeah. Just a bit of spice. <laughs> anyway, right. My team for this week is Sanchez and goal. Right, I know he's playing Liverpool. Right, Danny Ward is on the bench. Right, but I just cannot face <laughs> having Danny Ward and goal. I know it's it. I know Leicester are playing Forest, and the wise choice is to play Danny Ward. But I just it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if we witnessed one of those awful Liverpool games where they just can't score. And, yeah, uh, Sanchez actually gets a clean well, sheet. I have Liverpool two attacking Liverpool players in my lineup that I'll come to. So the the idea is thinking is if Sanchez has a bad game, that means Liverpool's had a good game, and it means maybe I've got a few points elsewhere in the pitch. Um, because Danny Ward, man, like honestly, if I could have a scarecrow and go, I would rather have a scarecrow <laughs> than, than, than Danny Ward. <laughs> Yeah. You probably keep some out as well. Yeah, exactly, mate. Yeah, you probably correct. keep out a free kick or something, you know. Uh, yeah, so it's Sanchez for me. Uh, my back line is Kieran Trippier, another stay for me. Uh, Saliba comes back in, uh, Nico Williams as well. Um, I've, my back line hasn't really changed in the last few weeks. doesn't really let me down too much. In the midfield, I've got Mohamed Salah. One of the few Salah owners left. A lot of people have got rid of Salah. I'm just banging on that he just has to come good at some point. This season, Salah has to come. He he's will too do good. Eventually. He's too good a player. Yeah. He's too good a player. I think, um, to be honest with you, Simo, Brighton could be an interesting team to. If you wanted to go against the grain, I mean, it's a massive risk with Haaland being Haaland. But if you wanted to go grain, go against the grain with uh, Brighton just losing Graham Potter, 
I think that could be. Uh, That's the coin flip, though, because new manager bounce as a thing. It is, but it's not because he's been sacked because they've had a run of bad performances. No, he's not been sacked. No, it's no, going to be right. more of a deflation a thing. Yet. Yeah, it's yeah. that deserve, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, oh, of course, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. See, it's it. It's kind of the other way around. Whereas you, because they've got a new manager, it's well, they could have a new manager bounce, but they've not had a run of bad games in order to sack Graham Potter. He's just been nabbed by Chelsea, so mm. it could kind of work the other way if you know what I mean. Yeah, we'll see. I think it's a coin flip, honestly. But when it terms of when a new manager comes in, that is still going to work out right away, and there's going to be players that are up for it because. They can maybe get back into the squad. Um, it interests me. I've, I've, I've uh, watched a, a few of that that guy's. Uh, what's his name again? Um, I don't know why I put his name. Deserve. I, I put in the Fred. Like that anyway. Yeah, I put in, in, in a Fred uh, the the other week there of uh, a guy who did a bit of analysis in his career so far. He's he's quite like Graham Potter. I think he plays out for the back a wee bit more than Graham Potter. So it'll be interesting to see how players like Dunk, you know, adapt to that because this guy apparently is absolutely insistent on playing along the floor playing out from the back and it's mm-hmm. non-negotiable so it'll be interesting to see um, also in this midfield I have Zaha uh, my transfer is James Madison I had Anthony in there um, but I've opted for Madison just because he has a good run of games And it is Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win? like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I don't know. Uh, I think if anybody's going to perform at Leicester, it might be him. He's always got a chance of doing an assist with a set piece or scoring a goal from a free kick or something like that. So, yeah, I've went, I've went with him. And then I've got Louis Diaz as well. So just bank it on Liverpool. Having a bit of a good game there. And my uh, front three is the front three that I'm pretty much settled on for the season, barring injuries. This will probably be my front three, barring great form from from elsewhere elsewhere in the league. This will probably be my front three for for the foreseeable. Uh, Gabriel Jesus, Haaland and Ivan Tony. Tony's been really good lately, hasn't he? Yeah. 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 I think he's he's got a decent run of fixtures as well. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. But he's got Bournemouth this week. I think I back Brentford to do. I mean, Bournemouth are one of the teams that no one's really backing, but they're you know mid table. They're on doing, a yeah. They're on a caretaker take bounce at the minute, aren't they? Yeah, caretaker yeah. bounce. You know. Yeah, Gary uh, It's a thing. It's a real thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think uh, Ivan Tony's a bit underrated for me. I don't know. He went away that England squad. Did, did he even play a minute? No. No. Bit Which pointless, really, is isn't it? Absolutely pointless. Yeah. I, I can't. Um, let's not get into it. Fuck Why would you want to have a look at him and Kane together? I, I, I mean, because I, that I'm makes a, too much sense. Simo. I'm sure. Um, I'm sure he could do that in training. But for me, it doesn't make sense to call an England player up and not cap him. Just like, yeah, cap it's, him. It's cruel, isn't it? It's cruel. Yeah. More than anything, he's yeah. yeah. a cap. <laughs> and what? So his his first cap's going to come at the World Cup, or is he just <laughs> not going to go to the World or in Cup? A, or in a friendly or something like that before the World Cup? Like, come on, like, yeah. Harry Maguire. <laughs> oh, um, I remember yeah. we, we were talking in the chat while the game was going on, and uh, I think Billy said, Have you just seen that from Maguire? And I thought you were referencing this uh, massive wide open space that Maguire left. And I was like, Oh, God, no one's seen that. And then a guy on TikTok did a full on like breakdown <laughs> of analysis of it. And it went viral on Twitter as well. But I was like, Yeah, this is what, <laughs> this is what I was talking about um, in the chat. And he's just, it's Sunday League, some of them. This, uh, anyway, 
we're getting off topic, but it really some decisions. The penalty giveaway was very, very poor. <laughs> Pass to nowhere, right? <laughs> Gives the ball away, turns over possession, and he's pretty much his own box. Well, he's one third of the pitch. The thing is, he and just kicks. The, he just kicks it. Down. Kicks the player. <laughs> so poor. So so poor. The worst thing is, he's just so funny to watch. To be fair. The worst thing is, there's there's times in the past when he's looked very very good in an England shirt. Did you see what Did you see what Goldbridge said about it though? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I I don't know why I didn't put it in the chat, but he basically said if you go around your mum's of a weekend and she cooked you a lasagna, and it's it's shit. It basically, it's like still frozen in the middle. Mm. You're not you're not going to go round next weekend and have it again. You've, you've had the shits all week. You're feeling sick. Yeah. You're not going to go back. But then she says, but I made a nice one last year. <laughs> so he's got credit in the bank. <laughs> it's the same logic. <laughs> he's shit now. Maybe a couple of years ago it was decent. But, I mean, but the thing but is, the was he decent or did he just thing. have a massive head and use it yeah. effectively? Did he just use I a mean, big that's... head effectively or was he actually yeah. decent? That... I mean, it's, I mean, it's the, 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 the one, the one though, clip that it? always get used, mate. The, the one clip is the stuff when he went on that run at Leicester. See that dribble he does at Leicester? It's like down the left wing, and he kind of cuts yeah. into the box. Like, he did it once, did it fucking once, and it's always, <laughs> always there. Fucking on fucking Twitter, on fucking oh the Honey Wire haters, it's all fucking. And I was like, that was one fucking five years ago. Two, he did it once, once. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you find a clip of me on the wing somewhere. You know what I mean? Doesn't mean, <laughs> doesn't mean I should be starting. Jesus. Uh, anyway, why did we go down the rabbit hole, wise? I don't know. This is why we can't keep a podcast together. Yeah, you kept us on that. To be it's fair. very enjoyable, though. It's very enjoyable for me mm. for obvious reasons. <laughs> Simo drives us down the garden path. Is it going to be end of the Anyway, uh, Billy Boy, <laughs> you want to talk us through your team? Yes, my team. Just quickly before we move on to my team, remember when uh, Forrest beat Leicester in the FA Cup last season? 4 1. Mm, yeah. Danny Ward was in goal then. <laughs> so that's that's probably enough reason to not want to go for Danny Ward this week. Yeah. Anyway, my team is Nick Pope in goal, Kieran Trippier um, at the back alongside Joao Cancelo. And I've gone for a risky double up with Chelsea defenders. So I've gone for Reese James and also Wesley Fafana. Right. So banking a lot that Chelsea do well against Palace. Yeah which I think could quite easily not happen because Palace are a decent side. Graham Potter's just come in. It's We don't know how good of a job he's going to do at Chelsea yet, whether he's even going to play Wesley Fofana. I mean, he's got to, hasn't he, surely? Yeah, but, I mean, there's um, no one else. Yeah, <laughs> but this is Graham Potter as well we're talking about. So... Anyway, moving move on. I'm just banking a lot on that Chelsea defence. I've done it, did it last season. It didn't work out. I'm banking on Graham Potter to be my saviour. Anyway, I've got Martinelli against Spurs in midfield, Kevin De Bruyne in midfield. And I did have, um, as you mentioned earlier, Kulisevsky. I made an early transfer to take him out. He's uh, picked up a knock. And I've transferred in Madison. Moving forward, I've got Haaland, who is currently my captain, Mitrovic, and also I transferred in Ivan Tony for Isaac, who also looks looks to be injured. Do you not have, so, uh, do you not have Gabriel Jesus? No, I, t- I took him out because Ooh. of Arsenal's tough run of fixtures. I think, who have they got? Um, they've got Spurs. Is it Man City and Liverpool next or something? Who's the man? Who's the man who's going to get them a goal? That's right. Yeah, I was going to say, like, if they're going to score goals in those games, you know, yeah, I I get that, I get that, but I feel like Tony could score more against Bournemouth and Newcastle than uh, Gabriel Jesus will against Spurs and Liverpool. Yeah, Uh, Arsenal also have a blank game week in game week twelve because. I think it was because one of their uh, um, Europa League fixtures had to get cancelled. So they've got mm. a blank in game week 12. 
after the Leeds game. So that's that's also a reason. After, after that, probably. for the for the next few games before the uh, before the World Cup, I'll possibly look at getting either Saka or Jesus back. But for now, I'm I'm happy with Tony, although Jesus is is obviously a worry. Hmm. Uh, I feel like that one could come back and bite you, mate. That one. Jesus. It could do. It could do. But Tony's got Bournemouth, and yeah, Spurs true. don't concede true. an awful lot. True. So, well, I hope it comes back to bite you anyway. Yeah, I know you <laughs> <laughs> Right, Jerry Pye, talk us through your team. Right, so um, I, I had two transfers. I banked my transfer from the last game week, so I've used them both. Um, I've swapped out Danny Ward, who I did have, um, for David Rea from uh, Brentford. Wise. Uh, so he's he's in goal. I, I have got Robert Sanchez as well, but I'd... I'd while I do think that there's a strong possibility he might keep a clean sheet, I also think there's probably more of a possibility that Raya keeps a clean sheet against Bournemouth. So I'm going with Raya. Um, I've got a back three. And Turkey for more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this is where Dominic Solanke bags a hat trick now. Um, People so, have been saying that for years, Jed. People have been saying that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so e- either way, I've gone with Raya in goal. I've got a back three Cancelo, Saliba, and Trippier. Um, midfield I've got five in there so De Bruyne Martinelli Sancho who was my other transfer uh, who I brought in for um, Kulisevsky uh, Zaha and Gross and then Jesus and Haaland up front and Haaland's currently my captain I'm still on the fence about whether to change it around a bit though because I've got Mitrovic on the bench then me on the bench and uh, Lewis Dunk as well so it's a strong bench but I'm not really sure who to drop you know I was tempted to drop Cancelo actually because I, I do think the United might score, but then I thought, can I really afford to drop him because he might get an assist? Like, no. So, so I'm keeping it like this for now. I might panic <laughs> right on the deadline and transfer in like Ben. I've, I've got to be honest, Jed. I would 100% be having Mitrovic over Pascal Gross against Liverpool. I think so. Yeah, that, see, that's why I'm thinking like Mitrovic potentially might but be the better option. Liverpool, Liverpool Newcastle are, are quite solid at the back the bit, though as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, but... I think Gross, Mitch, I think Gross isn't, is isn't a bad point. point. Liverpool have been a little bit open. I don't think Gross is the worst, yeah. but I think you know, it's me. I thought, about, I, would I thought have... about dropping Zaha as well, but then they can't... Like, Zaha's always got a goal in him, hasn't he? So yeah, exactly. Like, against anybody, that's why he stayed yeah. in my team. For yeah. me, it would be Mitrovic over Sancho, and I'd go with the front three. Thing. Well, so yeah. you brought Sancho in because San, like Sancho's hit a small, decent run of form of late, and I think that if anyone's going to score for United, it, it potentially could be him, like him or or um, it, it could be it, any of eleven players. It could, yeah. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Thanks, Captain Obvious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It ain't going to be fair, yeah. is it? Let's be honest. It fucking will be, man. Yeah. Every time, every time he gets any sort of criticism from this podcast, man, he just turns into fucking Javi, man. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> 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 no, I, I, I genuinely I think this this Manchester derby's got goals in it, and I think that Sancho's his name is on one of them. Well, I mean, so, if you're gonna, yeah, and I, I, mean, did, I saw him. Where I saw is him it? As a better option. I saw him as a better option than oh, this. That's the team from last week. That's not uh, the pick. See, the thing is, see Ronaldo. Screen. Ronaldo should cost way less than he fucking does. By the way, because like, if you're looking for like a third choice sort of striker, he should be in about that price range because he doesn't play all the time under fucking. No, they you know, I mean, we start every now and then. Hmm? Yeah, uh, it, it's still Ronaldo, and I think he, he was. But it, does it? I mean, United he's got like last... no, zero point I'm... something percent ownership because no, it's I just know. not a buy. It's not. It's not a feasible. No, transfer. no. But if he if he was playing every week like he was last season, yeah, then everyone would have him. If he ah, uh, so he had, they have to go him. off his existing value then. Yeah, so he still he still maintains value from the season before. Yeah, I think he was also United's top scorer last season as well. Mm. So that'll be that'll be why. Right, let's move on to the fixtures, boys. Right. 
So Arsenal Spurs, we've, we've all got players involved in this. For me, um, goals, surely. Goals in this game. I mean, although you've got you got the, the opinion that, that Conte could, could shut up shop and make it a tough and just make it a tough watch and make it a tough game. Um I don't think he does. I think he I think he I wants, don't think he uh, does either. All out I think tag. it's no, I think he's going to be. I think he's going to try and keep Arsenal quiet. With it being at the Emirates as well, if if it's all out attack, that Arsenal crowd's going to be behind them. Mm. If they can keep it quiet, Arsenal making limited chances, it's eventually going to turn. And, and I don't mean yeah. that that it's going to turn negative against Arsenal, but it's, but I think, it's not going to be bouncing if you don't. Know I, mean. I think if Spurs set off though. I think if Spurs kind of set off and set back, that gives and give Arsenal the bulk of the ball and, and allow Arsenal to create. I think there's just a lot of good passes of the ball in that Arsenal team mm. that, that you really risk them actually breaking through. Um, and, I, and also the Emirates will get up for it if Arsenal consistently creating chances and having the, the bulk of the ball. You know, yeah, that, that atmosphere could go better. Limiting, if I was a, it's the limiting would, of those chances, though, th- with the way that Spurs play. If they can limit the amount of chances that Arsenal make, mm-hmm. the Emirates isn't going to be as bouncing as what it would be if it's all-out attack with spaces for Martinelli, Saka and Jesus to run into. You know what I mean? Mm. I've got a feeling that it's got, like, 2-2 two, two, yeah, potential, this one. Mm. Or potentially yeah, more than that, that, you know. Like there's there's goals in both sides, and I do think that they're both going to want to go into want to score. You know, I don't think they will see much negative play from either side. Really, um, I think potentially, like you say, Arsenal might have a bit more of the ball, but I I can genuinely see Conte firing the players up and and going for it, and then you know firing Arsenal up as well by just winding them up and you know yeah. doing doing what think, he did against Chelsea. You know, I think Spurs have a. I think the play, the Spurs players, to me, feel like players that will, would perform better in a derby. I think that midfield of like Hoiberg and Bentecourt, mm-hmm. we know that's well, that's what the midfield's going to be because it always has. It's like and, it's I mean, like having a three man midfield well. because they're just yeah. the guys are just in sync. Then they just in their <laughs> yeah. shit houses and they'll make it tough for the Arsenal midfielders. I think Hoiberg and, and Bentecourt will be better than whatever partnership. Um, that Arsenal decided but you know like whoever whoever plays at centre half for Spurs is going to have a tough game against Jesus because Jesus likes to put himself about as well and, yeah. and you know there's going to be battles like that all across the pitch isn't there yeah it'll probably be Dyer yeah. that's, that's well, if I was Jesus who, who, he's going to probably stick him to the, to the slowest centre back which would probably yeah. I mean it's not going to be Davison Sanchez is it it'll probably be no, it's going to be dire. It's going to be dire. He's going to stick himself yeah. to it. Dire is kind of in a good vein of form himself. He's he's been he's been actually quite good this I season. Su- <laughs> yeah, I suppose the most error prone in that is probably Davidson Davidson Sanchez, isn't it? He's the one that's got a mistake. Not, it's him. not going to be Romero. 100%. No, it's not going to no. be Romero. So no, but Romero, Romero will be the one who gets a book in though for for doing something like catching him late or trying to pull him down or something. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you if you want a certain booking in this game, it's going to be Richarlison. <laughs> yeah, Richarlison starts. Who, who's the front three for um, Spurs going to be? Do you think? It, I think because of the knock on Kulusevski, it's got to be Richarlison. He's he's scored a couple in uh, in in for Brazil as well in the international. Yeah, yeah. Break, so Son, you obviously you can't, can't drop, drop. you can't drop you can't drop any of them, and you can't no. not start Harry Kane in a dive. Yeah, exactly. Either, so yeah. Like, it's got to be those three, hasn't it? Yeah, it's got to be Richarlison's going to be up for it. He's just going to be Richarlison. He's going to be yeah. fucking unbearable. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I say but that as why, neutral. <laughs> kinda, that's why I kind of think the Spurs players are players that I would probably yeah. want in a derby over Arsenal players. All the Arsenal players are quite young. Um, whereas there's, there's some, you know, some yeah, decent shit houses in that. Yeah. You know, I think... The Premier yeah, League needs that, the but... Premier League needs a Richarlison, doesn't it? Like, we need, yeah, we he's need the villain. Him. We need Richarlison him and the villain, Conte. yeah. 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 yeah, that's what we need. <laughs> it's a Conte player as well, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, oh, proper. <laughs> I think the, o- the only thing for... I mean, I, I I can still see Arsenal winning this game, to be honest with you, mm. um, despite everything that I've said. And the thing that makes me say that is it just reminds me of last year when Arsenal weren't really in the greatest of form. I suppose neither of them were, but Arsenal won that game at the Emirates 3-0 and it was the Saka and Smith row show. Yeah, and everyone was just bouncing, and everyone was behind them. And 
it's Smith Rowe really really struggling to get in that side, you know? I would be I mean it, it wouldn't surprise me, but I'm amazed that there aren't teams like Newcastle, for example, going after him. Because I know I know he's got a long term contract and all. But he's not playing at the minute. He's not getting a look in that side. He's not going to get in over Martinelli. He's not going to get in over Odegaard. That's he'll, he's that's, obviously not going to get in over He'll be Sack, playing Sack in Europe, though, won't he? Yeah, yeah that's yeah, the but thing. You want I to really... be playing week in, week out in the Premier League. Though, Aye, well, that's, that's the thing. He's getting the number well, yeah. players shut. And, yeah, but... And, uh, yeah, I, don't I see think he expected... I think he probably believed that he'd be playing a lot of football. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the I, thing I, is, I he, he, well, cannot, he, he, he got injured. Martinelli came in and just took it by storm, which yeah. fair play to you him. You can't drop Martinelli. No, you, He's can't, been you can't excellent. take him off. You can't, you can't drop yeah. him like you I think I've seen a bad game. He's not going to play him in the number 10 either, is he, when he's got Odegaard there? So. Odegaard's oh, I mean, he's captain. captain as well. Yeah. He's a beast exactly. as well. He's excellent. He's a better player. Yeah, he's just he's a more rounded... He's a more well-rounded player and, and I would argue other than maybe cutting inside and, and going at a player that's the only thing that Smith-Rowe has that Odegaard doesn't yeah. you know yeah. and I would the, I would say that Odegaard's other qualities put him way ahead of Smith-Rowe The only reason I mentioned Newcastle in particular was because they're after James Madison and I, I'm surprised that okay. I can understand them yeah I can understand them not biting the bullet and not Listen. overpaying at this time. But when you've got someone like Smith Rowe there who's not playing, why not just inquire about him and but see how much you can get for him? Because he's they got can, they such can go. a high they can go to Arsenal. We can, we can pay whatever you want, you know. They should, take the, they should just take the financial fair play hit. I think they'll try and avoid it, but they should just take it like City did. You just Because yeah. you're excel, just accelerating. That's what City did. Mm. They just... I mean, even with all the hiding of the funds, <laughs> still got. But you know, that's what I think honestly, if I was Newcastle, the wise thing to do is to take the the the, the season ban in Europe, uh, and and improve your squad. You know, and I think they should go get Emil Smith Rowe for whatever the price he costs. You know, and start every week. Uh, I think they should go get James Ward Prowse, whatever he costs. I think they should go get James Madison. I think they should go get all the players that are the best of the rest, or or players. <laughs> Ah, uh, that are that are at top clubs and not getting the game time that they probably should. That's those are the players yeah. Newcastle should should target. And obviously you've got your um, your Botman who was a, obviously a player that was going to succeed in the Premier League. That was he was backed by pretty much everybody to come in and, and do well in the Premier League. And he, and he has um, Isaac as a player that a lot of clubs were after as well. So I understand why they're buying from abroad, but see though is I think what will really accelerate Newcastle's um, development as if they go get a James Madison, if they go get a Smith Rowe, you know. Yeah. That's just For my sure. true sense. But let's talk about Bournemouth <laughs> Brentford. Uh, Bournemouth, obviously, just we talked a bit about this, touched on this earlier. Bournemouth just uh, overperforming just slightly, but Brentford not having too bad a season. I I'm not really seeing too many symptoms of second, second season syndrome. No, no, <clears throat> uh, I really thought there would be, but so far they've, uh, they've done pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I, I really liked the the signings that Brentford made. I thought Aaron Hickey was a fantastic player. A bit gutted that Villa didn't get him after being linked for so long. But um, you should have got. Ben, I think he improves Villa. Yeah. Oh, 100%. yeah. Excellent, excellent for Scotland. Excellent for Scotland. Um, ben I really Mee's do think he's going to be well a... for me. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. That 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 signing of Ben Mee just took them mm. up a level in defence, and they've got that leader on the pitch, off the pitch the Premier League experience that he, he brings with him as well. They're just a lot more solid at the back yeah. at the back now, I think, really. And they they were never particularly a leaky defence anyway, but he, he just adds so much so much to them. They um, um they seem to be coping really well with losing Ericsson. Yeah. As well. Like, he was always a luxury had. player for them, you know. Yeah. He did turn things around immediately, Christian Ericsson. But I think it was clear to everybody that Ericsson was a, a level above of mm. where he should have been playing. It's quite it, it, it's quite rare that you see a player that's that that far ahead of the players around them. You'd really only see. I yeah. mean, for me, it's Wilfred Zaha as a standout player, you know, and and not maybe not so much these days, but under the, the Hodgson era, you know, it was 
I can't really think of many other players that were quite so clearly well ahead of the, the, the rest of their teammates in the same way that Chris Nenix. I think you I think. could probably add Grealish into that as well. Grealish, Jack Grealish as well is a, is, a, is a fine example what as well. did you just say then, Billy? I know. What? I know. It, what? You have no idea how much it hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I can see a tear for falling down his cheeks and said it. Praise your honesty. <laughs> you got one Jack Grealish as well. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right. I'm gonna have to turn the uh, camera off in a second, lads. Nah. <laughs> you just you just hand back your uh, Aston Villa fan membership. No, yeah, get that clipped. <laughs> get that clipped. Right. Um, I suppose we're already thirty minutes in, boys. Should we should we just talk about the big games? Should we talk about the big games? For the Newcastle. Yeah. So... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Do, West Ham yeah. most. Mm? Leeds Villa. Leeds I'm Villa. Looking forward to that game, by the way. Oh, what no, is your no. preview for that? I can't. I can't call that game. I, I have no idea what's going to happen. Leeds win is my uh, my prediction for that. Uh, I, I I would it pains me to say it, but I'd probably have to agree. Playing Leeds after an international break is just horrendous because of the way they play. It's just they've had two weeks break. It's just hounding. That we played them a couple of times. I think I don't know if it was twice or just just the once last year. We played them twice after a two-week break, whether it was because of international break or FA Cup or whatever. We played them twice after a two-week break, and they were tough games. And they always are, particularly against a team like Leeds who play the way they do. It's just constant running, constant pressure. And we've got a lot of injuries as well. You know, we we had Diego Carlos before. We've now got Bib Kamara, who's going to be a massive miss. Luca Dean as well. Um, Those are big players. Yeah, they're, I don't, they're massive I don't players. Think, um, I don't think that Villa can handle Leeds at the moment. To be honest, I, th- I think if we had Kamara, um, even even if we didn't have Luca Dean, I think if we had Kamara, we'd we'd be all right. Um, or I, th- I certainly think it'd be a lot closer anyway. But I just think mm. they're going to be. I I I don't want to say they're going to be too good because I don't think they are that good. But I just think they're going to have enough against us. If I, that I'm makes the same. Sense. I'm, I kind of say in the same vein as you, Billy. But I don't think Leeds are amazing. I just think they're a tough day for anybody. Yeah, particularly. Um, well, they've, and I'm going to reiterate though, it time since, and time um, and time again. Particularly after an international break. I think they've improved massively this season from where they were last season. Oh yeah, I think that's for sure. They're not going to be scrapping down at the bottom of the table. That's for certain. But I still, they're not. Uh, they're not that team chasing Europe either. Oh, they're, no, no, they're not going to... No, 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 definitely best. not, no, definitely not. But I think that, like I say, I, I, you, you put them up against Villa and I think that Leeds, Leeds will be seeing that as a game that, that they've got to be winning, you know? For sure, and they should for sure. Be winning. especially with the, with the vein of form that Villa are in as well. We're yeah. not pulling up any trees. We're looking really bad, to be fair. You know, we, we uh, beat Southampton. How we won that game is beyond me. We we really didn't. Neither team in that in that game particularly deserved to win. Which Do you is, would describe that as one of the one of the poorest displays. Yeah, ever I mean, in the Premier League. It, let, let's just say it was not an advert for the Premier League, was it? No. <laughs> Why is that though? Because Villa is like Southampton has arguments to be made for. Like when we know the situation at Southampton, we're all aware of it. Yeah. Villa, there's a lot of good players at Aston Villa. There's yeah, we just. A lot of players uh, that are that, that 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 have been wanted by top clubs all over Europe. Yeah. Um players that probably could have went other places, you know? For sure. And yeah. I, I, I just I don't understand like why I think the the midfield um is too weak, which Kamara has improved tenfold. Um I think our best midfield doesn't include John McGinn personally. I, I, think know, it does. I, I know he's been fantastic <laughs> for Scotland. <laughs> I, and I know you love him, Simo. Um, <laughs> but he's he's just so hot and cold for Villa. Um, he's one game he can be the best player on the pitch. The next game is non-existent. And when you've got someone like Douglas Louise sat there on the bench, who comes on and has a has an immediate impact, and who comes on and has a connection with Kamara, like you've, they've been playing together for 10 years, how he's been sat on the bench for as long as he is, um, 
is is just beyond me personally. And I don't think we can drop Jacob Ramsey because of how good he is as well. So for me, the the, um, the midfield doesn't shouldn't have John McGinn in it um, in a full full strength Villa side. And I think we've got probably too many options up front. We've got you know you, you see see teams like Liverpool for example. You, <clears throat> you've got Mane, Mane, Salah, and Firmino previously, and look at the connection that they were able to to build playing together week in week out. Yeah, they, got, these, they, they were guys that are playing sixty games a season with each other. Yeah, you know. exactly. But we've got Leon Bailey, we've got uh, Buendia, Coutinho, Danny Ings, Ollie Watkins. The amount of combinations you can make out of those five players is just unfathomable. <laughs> yeah, it seems to change um, every week for Villa as yeah. well, isn't it? I don't like it always. I don't like it always. Isn't a consistent. He doesn't yeah. know. He doesn't know his best team yet. We're nearly twelve. We're nearly twelve months in, and that's that's a major worry, really. Um, See, for me though, if you, I guess you've got a fit Danny Ings. Fit Danny Ings starts against anybody. Any I, I completely agree. I completely agree. And Ollie Watkins, I think, is is inconsistent for me. He is chances missed. It's the, are it's the work costly. he does off the ball as well, though. He's constantly running, and the work that he puts in, you just can't, you just can't knock him because he's he is the work he does off the ball makes up for everything. And Danny Ings is just that Premier League proven player. I love Danny Ings so much. I love Ollie Watkins just as much. And in my opinion, both of them two should be starting together week in week out. They should have that cut that um, bond like Salamone uh, Firmino. By now, mate. Obviously, not quite as strong. But that, is, that should be the front two, with one of Leon Bailey, um, not Leon Bailey, sorry, Buendia or Coutinho sat behind him in that little pocket. That makes sense to me. The, then the it's only, a bit the of a diamond prob- in it in midfield. Yeah. The only problem Which is, with a that is then it leaves it it's leaves a, a lot of space, and yeah, exactly. It's it's possibly going going back in time in terms of tactics and formation and stuff like that that people probably may may know how to play against now a bit better um so you're leaving yourself open to that but you're also playing the best system with that suits our players for the time yeah how do you you get all the best players on a pitch um exactly and i think i think in my my personal opinion that is that's the best way and it's where we've got the most joy but villa fans and even steven gerrard insist on playing one up front with two wingers which i i can't get my head around because yeah. we, we've we've been playing like that for 10 months now the the couple of months that we play with two strikers up front and one uh, and a one in behind in the 10 is where we've been getting the most joy so why I think the you last time that you to... did play that i think i, I messaged you immediately billy and said, i know the chat and said this makes sense yeah <laughs> this makes <laughs> sense make i can see I can see what's what's happening here. If it was me personally, if you were going to play two up front and one in behind them as a ten, I'd probably want a third defender. I'd probably want a third centre back. But you don't. You just don't have the bodies to accommodate no. that. Um, because I think the the diamond has been around for so long. Yeah. You know, a six, two eights, and a ten. That a lot of teams kind of know how to, how to pick that yeah. pick that apart. Um, and the, the progression in tactics, probably the way that teams play naturally now. Mm-hmm. Probably dismantles that anyway. If you yeah, because I mean. if you get a t- the thing, the problem with that formation is is that if you've got a team that can play out for the back well, you can bypass the two strikers in that ten um, yeah. and and two or three passes, and then you've you know what I mean. You're by them, and then yeah. you've get you're, you've, you're before you know it, you're in, yeah, yeah, you're in the final third of the opposition. So that that is that is the problem. That's why obviously the the one striker system. That's why one striker systems have become so popular. Is to is because teams naturally are better playing out for the back and, and bypassing players so if you've got like two strikers and a 10 mm. and you're up against you know I don't know Manchester City or mm. Liverpool or even even a Wolves or a, or, or a Brighton that are, that are good that have good quality players that can yeah, that can bypass that so I think sides. yeah so it, I think that's why I'd, pr- I'd probably rather than have the diamond I would just probably just want a two sort of you know very, very similar in fact you know what pretty much similar to the um, the way Conte plays yeah. You know, see when say it's just Hoiberg and Bedkur in the midfield, um, with you know, in front of three the three centre backs gives them a lot of in the in the yeah. Spurs can have that high line of three players. That makes sense to me. Um 
Yeah. No, I, I get that, but um, just. But you got to get the best players in the park. You got. You got exactly. To get. Yeah, and I think playing that playing that system probably doesn't allow us to play the likes of Jacob Ramsey, which no. he's no. he's just got to be playing football. He's just yeah. got to be playing. He's. I mean, what a player. But um, just to mention about Gerard quickly, he got the win against uh, Southampton, but I don't think that changes anything. Um, he's he's. He has to still under pressure. Oh, massively! And massively. he's probably a long. He's, he's probably a long I way. Thought you were about to say he has pressure. to go. Then I'm not far off it. I'm not far <laughs> off it. I mean, I thought you were going to say he has to go, blood. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, um, uh, not. I'm not going to lie. It I'm, does I'm feel to me that the 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 how that Gerard needs he to climb to get back and yeah. to and to. And a, a, a situation where he's not under pressure just just feels too much for me. I just think yeah. that. And I mean, you've got you've I got think... David Boys now under pressure at West Ham. You've got Brendan Rodgers under, under massive pressure, probably going to lose his job at the weekend. Rodgers um, to Villa. Do you know? Do you know what I read? Uh, <laughs> apparently, Leicester cannot sack Brendan Rodgers because it breaches financial fair play. <laughs> 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 I'm not sure how true. Oh my god. Um, that's amazing right, you're, not manager, you're not manager anymore but we'll keep you on sweeping the floors because <laughs> <laughs> what, yeah, what, what they would have to pay him to get rid of him you know you're assistant manager now I don't think Rodgers I don't think Gerard sees the uh sees out the the season then until the next international break until the world cup i think they're both I think, gone before I think the world cup they should just swap jobs they should just swap jobs <laughs> to be honest I, d- I don't know if i'd want rogers i think if i don't for, think for me it matters what you want i think you're getting rogers <laughs> <laughs> for me it's a it's a very simple formula and if gerard goes it's pochettino if we're not getting Pochettino, it's nobody. We stick with Gerard because I think we've got we've got a lot of South Americans there, um, and he's the he's the upper echelon type of manager to still keep the Bubakar Kamara's and the Diego Carlos's happy I, who came because of Gerard in the summer. I get what you're saying, right? But then you just kind of end up where Everton were when they had Carlo Ancelotti for. God knows what reason. Um, and, and the minute it starts going uh, remotely well, like it, it doesn't, things don't even need to be going great. And then, oh, Real Madrid, <laughs> you know, and that, that will be the case. Uh, if Pochettino does well, then, then a that. club that are around Europe that are bigger than Villa will just be, or say, have more money than Villa or playing European football, or give Pochettino somewhat more status, <laughs> then they, they will just come in and take him from you the minute things start going well. Yeah. It- I, I can understand why, as a, as a neutral, you you probably think that, but I I believe and would like to believe in Villa's project, and I would like to think that Pochettino believes in Villa's project to see it through. Maybe maybe if he's taken us to that European spot, maybe maybe and, he, maybe and all prefer, of a sudden the Champions uh... League club comes in, and then we can get. A similar level manager. A similar level manager. That, th- this is why I wasn't too. I wouldn't be too disappointed if Gerard got the got the Liverpool job in a few years' time because it would mean that he's taken us to that level to become a Liverpool manager, which then gives us the opportunity to get a I don't know off the top of my head an Antonio Conte for for argument's sake that kind of thing you know what I'm trying to say I don't think Here's, uh, for one second that Antonio Conte had come to Villa but mm-hmm. it puts us at that level where it's a potential we could look at here's what I off. think Billy here's what I think I think you're you're a Coventry fan you're shooting for the <laughs> you're shooting for the you're shooting for the stars here with uh, with Pochettino I think you're going to end up with Sean Dosh yeah but, <laughs> like, realistically <laughs> I think it's like you're Danny Rose. You're Danny Rose. And in reality, it's Jose Mourinho. And you're saying, what about Pochettino? And reality says, Moyes. David Moyes. Dice goes to Villa or Dice goes to Leicester. Like, Poch does not go to either of those clubs. I'm sorry, but he just doesn't. 
Like, I it, can't wait just, to come back in a few weeks' right. time when we've got fucking Pochettino. Go on, I think he had to be I'll be, I'll be, I'll be surprised he'd, he'd if he does. Then fair play. If, he would come to Villa. If he does, then 100%. fair play. But like I said, I, I see Dyche. I don't see. I don't see. Yeah, of course you see Dyche because that's all you fucking see. I don't want Dyche to go there. I don't want Dyche to go there. That will make me like Dyche less. But I do see that happening. Though. That's all you fucking see. Oh, I'm all right. No, no, no you're not. Sure not. Literally any job, any job that comes up. Uh, Sean Dodge would be good for that. Yeah, no, you should yeah. never be. You should. You should never look beyond Sean Dodge. I don't never. think you should. No. I think you should. I, but I think that's a good place to end, boys. I think. I think. What I'd really love. What I'd really love is for Gerard to just stick it out for a bit, for Southgate to get sacked by England, and then Southgate in a Villa <laughs> later on. Oh. That would be. That would be fucking hilarious. Oh, <laughs> I, be. I would hand my season ticket in on the spot. <laughs> I'd hand my season ticket in on the spot. Uh, I'm just going to say now, I've I've not done the maths on this. I want to, but I can't be asked. The amount of managers since Gareth Southgate's been England manager and the amount of managers sacked in the Premier League since then are not one fucking job as Gareth Southgate been linked with and there's a reason for that and that's because he's shit was he not linked to Manchester United I'm sure he got linked to the United job at some point yeah he did he get heavily linked to my he was even odds on after Mourinho he? went wasn't yeah, he yeah Mourinho yeah that was like Southgate because he wasn't terrible they had like the easiest run of the World Cup ever yeah. and, <laughs> and then <laughs> You know, no, um, he's he was never getting that job for one reason and one reason only because he is shite. I mean, it would, he'd get you tenth, get you tenth. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right, Man, I think Man City that's or Man United? Are you talking about any team? I think literally from Bournemouth to City. Uh, <laughs> Bournemouth's not even both. Leicester from Leicester to <laughs> Arsenal. Gareth Southgate finishes tenth with any squad. <laughs> I <laughs> just think he's that type of manager. I think, you've lost I think he's here. just <laughs> so non-risk-taking, middle-of-the-road, fucking useless. That gets you relegated in the Premier League nowadays, though. It does, actually. No, that's a fair point. Safety, aye, not taking risks does. It pretty much guarantees you you go down because yeah. you tip up against fucking Brighton and they're playing along the floor and you're like, well, this isn't what yeah. it used to be. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just got cramped. Me right. <laughs> fucking hell, Jed, you've given Billy Cramp. Fucking thinking about Southgate and Villa. That's but all like, I wanted. That's all I wanted. We're all going to finish. Thank you very much for joining me, boys. The pleasure as always. And until always next time. Always a pleasure, mate. Cheer bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.